I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Connor. And this is Come Through Queen. Queen. Where are you from? Come to New York, be one of my co-hosts. It's a whole lot of fun. Connor, welcome Ooh. to America. Thank you. This is your second time on this podcast in over two years. Two and a half years. For longtime listeners, hi, I'm Connor Bean. I'm from Ireland. I'm a big Housewives fan. You may remember me from the episode Brendan and Dan where I shocked them and their loved ones by calling Ramona Singer a dick pig. Oh my god, starting off the bat. With... I just had to get that out of the way. I'm not sorry, like Madonna. I'm a provocateur. <laughs> Madame X is a dick pig. <laughs> uh, speaking of Madame X, you have already done so much in your short in few three, days in, three days in, in New, New York, York City. Yes, You saw the opening night of... Madam X tour. Yes, I did. Tell us the scoop because we don't have the scoop. She doesn't allow phones in. This is the guy because I realized today I was kind of like, oh my God, I've seen every outfit change in the whole show. And most people are going off literally one photo from her Instagram. Yeah. So it's such a weird position to be in because I'm like, wait, people have no, people who weren't there have no frame of reference what yeah. it was like. So. You think you know, but you but, have no idea. <laughs> this is the diary of Madam <laughs> X. <laughs> um, so I was, I bought tickets for the show. When they went on sale like months ago, and that weird lottery system where you had to put in the dates you could possibly go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like requesting a reservation. Basically, <laughs> so you were requesting like an area, and that you couldn't pick your seat. I was like, "Is this low key? Like not a scam?" As in, I knew it was a ticket, but I was like, "Is like, am I going to get a good seat? Who knows?" Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm planning to go to Vancouver around this time, mm-hmm. so I'll do New York first. Sure. This can be a hook for the trip, whatever." Mm-hmm. So I'm like seeing the fourth show of the tour in a theater in Brooklyn. I'm like, stunning, couldn't be better. Yeah. And then a few weeks ago, they did that thing that sometimes happens with big pop tours where 
a couple of shows early on get moved because of production issues and oh. so they moved the first two shows they cancelled the third so the fourth my show became the opening night wow. which only they only did that like two weeks ago so I was like okay gag I'm seeing the opening night now imagine if your show got cancelled or reshuffled around that's the thing because I was like I mean I probably could get a refund but would be annoyed not to be able to see it so yeah. it has worked out spectacularly well for me in the last three yeah, days yeah, in this yeah. city um, so it's a theater show as you will mm-hmm. have noticed so yeah. I think the capacity venue is like just shy of 3,000 people okay which if you think I mean that's not the typical Madonna a Madonna show is going to be what like minimum 20,000 people usually sure. so on one night my logic with buying a ticket for this was I could be the very back of that theater and I'm still closer than I could sure. be in an arena sure 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 you know what I mean so it's I enjoyed last night set it, list set list okay heavy heavy on Madame X which yeah. is Madonna's thing she, she's the queen of, hi, here's track 12 from the new album. My 30 years of amazing pop mm. records has been ignored. You know, like she's always yeah. doing the new stuff. But last night was very new stuff heavy. Um, it was an interesting show because like it opened with a bang with this track, God Control, which I know people may know from the album is this disco-y song about gun control. And it's this sort of the political track. literally sounds like Kim Zolciak rapping. It's like, Google me, click the skis and Google me. No one has, I've never heard anyone make that comparison. Isn't it right? <laughs> I'm imagining like Rolling Stone called God Control and Anthem. Dan from Come Through Queen said, sounds like Kim Zolciak. Yes, it does. I mean, we, you and we, your wig. Alex and I listened to Madame X in its entirety, like shortly after it came out on a drive down somewhere. Yeah. And that when that song came on, I was like, this is God. Kim Zolciak. I <laughs> Uh, that wasn't my first thought okay, last sure, night sure, as sure. she opened the show with Kim Zolciak's Google Me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was... So the show started with that and I thought, okay, it's going to be mm. super... She kind of is in this sort of founding father's outfit singing that song, <laughs> which sounds deranged, but like it Like George Washington. Literally. And this is the mad thing is I'm thinking there were so many looks and moments in the show and it's like really hard to explain because there's no visual sure. reference for people. Yeah, yeah. So the show started and I thought, wow, this is going to be real like American Life era style like take on like the climate that mm. is the world right now. And if you're a Madonna fan or if you want, even if you're like the la- an album isn't good but the tour is always really strong and it's themed yeah. and it's like a really thought out show this recent album to me is the most cohesive album she's done in years and the tour mm. ironically feels like the least cohesive show she's done in years so far anyway even though it's mostly the new album it's just there's no strong theme and like kind of mm. act structure to it whereas usually her shows are very like almost too thought out sure, to the point sure, where sure. she looks a bit lost and not lost but like she's kind of going through the motions Whereas last night you could see parts of it were like they were trying stuff out and it mm. felt a little under rehearsed. And then the thing that really struck me was she talks so much to the crowd. And I, I don't know, have you seen Madonna? Never have I ever. I've gone to see Madonna shows. It's my last night for my fifth or sixth times in a year. And I've seen Madonna shows where about 20 minutes in, she gets you get a, what's good? Such and such a place. Yeah. And that's it. Like she will not oh, talk to the that's crowd. That's very Ariana. Ariana doesn't yeah. like to talk. During- yes. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my God. I love it. Guys, okay, okay, bye. Um, So what was Madonna talking about? So, like, she was, you know, kind of pontificating with the state of the world, Mm -hmm. telling jokes. Like, she was just being really engaged with the audience in a way I've truly never seen her be. I had a really good time. I mean... So run, don't walk? I mean... If you're a stan. Yeah, I think this is going to be a tough show for a casual listener to get, unless you go... Because it's pop spectacle like yeah. in a theater which is amazing but it's also like Madonna being pretentious and singing like Portuguese folk music sure, sure, for sure, 10 sure. minutes yeah. and also I mean last night 
the timings of everything was crazy because I think they were doing production stuff until the last second. Uh-huh. His doors are meant to be 7.30 and I don't think anyone got in before 8. Uh-huh. And then I got in around 8.45. She was originally due on at 9.30. She didn't go until 10.45 and oh. finished at 1 a.m. Now, I'm on vacation, so I'll stay out as late as sure, I like. But, but I was the, like... The Lauren Hill was really jumping out. Yeah. <laughs> but a woman, And she actually apologized in a meaningful way about that. And I've been to Madonna oh. shows. She's always a little bit late. And she yeah. was kind of like... She's like, the show's actually not finished. I'm sorry, I kept you waiting. Oh, my God. She was like, Madam X is a perfectionist. I was like, well, I mean, that's wow. up for debate, sis. But uh, no, it was and it was 100% experience and it was also at times a bit jarring because I was like, sis, this isn't quite what I expected for Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah, she's experimenting. That's fun. I think it's it sounds like a show to go to if you've already been to a Madonna show before. Yeah, I Not mean, for it to be your first one. Or you're, like, someone who gets her quirks and stuff, but you've just never seen her live, sure. maybe. Yeah. I also think if you're seeing her later on in the run, maybe end of the New York run or in L.A. or even sure. in the in Europe next year, I have a feeling the show will take a lot more shape mm. in the next two weeks. It was a bit like when you go see a theater or Broadway yeah. show and it's in the previews. preview. Yeah. That's kind of what last night felt like. Well, speaking of that, oh. let me tell you, I went to the opening night of Darren Brown, The Secret, which or I think it's Darren Brown's Secret, which I asked you if you knew who Darren Brown is. Yeah, I do. And he is big out there in Europe, well, he's Ireland. A, yeah, he's really famous in the UK because he's been on, like if people would know Channel 4, like, he's sure. done shows with them for like decades. So yeah. when you asked me, do I know Darren Brown? I was like, yeah, he's of super course, famous. Yeah. And ironically, I am staying, I'd say about two minutes from the theatre, his show was on. I literally, when I landed on Monday, I was like, when did Darren Brown go to Broadway <laughs> show? I was like, Darren? Yeah, <laughs> what so are you doing here? Jimbo to the show invited <laughs> Alex and I to the opening night, which was so much fun. I walked in not really knowing anything because I had never Yeah, heard he's not of famous Darren here. Brown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, well, maybe he is to some of you. Sorry. Yeah. Darren Brown stands like he is. <laughs> he's my king. <laughs> Legend. Uh, so I knew he was going to be an illusionist, but I wasn't sure like what style he was. If it was mm-hmm. going to be like a hokey like putting on a whole like character. It's all very like, okay, I'm looking at you now. You're looking at, like it's yeah. very that. Yeah. He's just intense. like dressed normally. Yeah. Like, Simple stage, no like theatrics in terms of like costumes or mm-hmm. scenery or anything like that. And Alex and I were in the first row, and I really the want, front row. I really <gasps> well, listen when you have a Jimbo to the show. Jimbo, <laughs> I'm here for like a solid seven more days. I'm gonna hit a girl up a few tickets. Yeah. Let me know. So I really wanted to get called on, but the way he works it is that he's like throwing frisbees to randomize it. You know, wow. so that you're not like, oh, that's a plant. That's yeah, because you couldn't time a frisbee throw. Yeah, exactly. I mean, may, no. unless he's like. A pro oh my God. frisbee player. Mind <laughs> you, in this current weird YouTube climate we're in, I'm sure there are like frisbee throwing truthers out there. That's sure. probably a niche of the internet we haven't even discovered yeah. yet. So unfortunately, I didn't get picked to like get tricked or illusioned. <laughs> get tricked. But, but he did. Like hustlers. <laughs> but he did, which we will get to in a moment. But he did ask me like to come up and check to make sure he wasn't wearing uh, an earpiece for one moment. And he's like, yeah, uh, stick your finger in my ear. And I did it to like... You did. And he's like, You oh. put your finger in Darren Brown's and, ear. And he's like, Oh, people Ooh. usually don't stick their finger in my ear when I tell them to. And I was like, I'm sorry. Dad, I'm like, you gave him a wet willy. <laughs> no, no wet willy. But there was no earpiece in there, so I can confirm that there was no hidden technology. When he like, he I'm did just guy to even like, Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm like, Yeah, let's <laughs> go to the town, maybe. Dig for gold. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't want to ruin any of like the yes, bits or the of course. acts. Yeah. But Alex and I like had our mouths. A gape. <laughs> and would you be into that stuff anyway? Because I'm kind of neutral about it. Like, I don't loathe it or love it, but I wouldn't go run, don't walk I think it's, particularly. It, it, like, 
for me, it'd be something fun to like go with parents to. Yeah. To because like you might not have the same taste as like family members for like a show, a, a show, like yeah. a, a musical or, or a play. play or something like that. But this is going to be entertaining to everyone to, on some degree. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. And it's kind of safe and that he's not going to come out and swear and yeah. do sexy stuff. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah. So we went to the reception after. <gasps> Who was there? We you wrote, were there. We, Celeb yeah, spotting. Uh, co-host <laughs> Front to row. Queen, Dan <laughs> Calabrese was there. Um, we rode the elevator up with John Hamm. And <laughs> you can't see me. My jaw just drops. <laughs> just like as I, when I was watching The Secrets uh, and Illusion. <laughs> just like when you put the finger <laughs> yeah, in the air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Alex was texting our friends about the fact that we had seen him in the theater while we were riding the elevator together. And then we got off the elevator and I said, do you not see that he was in the elevator with us? And Alex was completely oblivious <laughs> to it. Alex was like, y'all hear something? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we saw Daniel Day Kim, who you may know from Lost. Yes. Amber yes. Tamlin. Oh, wow. Um, from the Sisterhood of the Pants, I think. Or something <laughs> like that. Married to David Cross. Yeah, like David She's Cross. like kind of a feminist, probably activist yeah. person also He now. was there as well. Um, yeah, the stars were out, baby. I'm, was John Hamm sexy in person? Can so, you say I, that with Alex? Yeah, you know? no, you know, I, I will say <laughs> You're like, oh yeah. yeah no, <laughs> no, so a lot of us were like wearing like a blazer, a button-up shirt. He kind of had like a messy little sweater over a flannel-looking shirt mm, look. So of he, a grungy vibe. Uh, with like a little bit of a scruff going on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, have, I'll have the ham. <laughs> so, <laughs> you sicko. So I do have to say, Wendell walked to Darren Brown. Love him. Love it. It's like one of those, what, 10, 12 week engagements. It's like a short it's run. It's through January 4th or 5th. So wow. you still got time. Okay. Yeah. 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 I might try and hit that up. I oh, oh, maybe yeah, speak I... to Jimbo. Um, <laughs> okay. Speaking of run, don't walk. Hustlers. <laughs> It's time to talk about cinema, guys. Cinema. Strap in. Strap in. Well, the Oscar buzz is real. So real. Because I have to be honest, like, I have been on the Hustlers train since whenever that tweet that went out from, like, the trades, as mm. they call them, about the cast. And sure, 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 sure. I was like, okay, well, this, like, I love Constant Move, I love J-Lo. Like, yeah. whether this is good or bad, I will go see this. It sounds like a romp, you know? Yeah. So, like, the week that it premiered at TIFF, the weekend of TIFF, mm-hmm. I was like... Walking home from DJing at like three in the morning, literally refreshing Hustlers tip. I was like, give me those sweet reviews. And when I was reading them, I was like, wait, this looks legitimately amazing. Yeah. So when did you see it? I saw it Monday, the week it was coming out. So I saw it like four or five days early. Ooh, and even yeah. then I was like, because originally the, it wasn't scheduled to come out in like Ireland the same week as the US. Okay. So it doesn't always happen with like sure. kind of mid-level movies in terms of budget and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I fully was saying to people, oh, when I'm in New York, I'll be seeing Hustlers. Like I was putting it down on my list yeah, of yeah, things yeah. to do. I was like, let me do it now before I go and get sure. it out of the way. So I saw like a preview screening and I remember like the, the reason I got invited was because the PR person DM'd me and was like, we have an invite. I said, oh my God, I've been talking about this movie for months. They're like, we're aware. We'd yeah. like to invite you along. They were like, we're, you're, you're obsessed. We need uh, to get you pop obsessed, one might say. <laughs> one might, one could say. So yeah, I saw like a few, and it's fun seeing movies early. Like I'm always here for like a preview yeah. moment, but like it was that thing where I was like waiting for people I know to have seen it. Cause I was like, I need to talk to people about this movie. Sure. Yeah. Well, no, it was good for you to see it so early. Cause the hype is super high. It doesn't disappoint, but like, yeah. It's hard to it's hard for any movie to need it when the hype is like Exactly. And it went and psycho it, like this. And I think part of the hype is that 
it's this weird thing of, oh, it's actually good because, and it's funny because the film challenges you on this thing. Like, I think we all hear, because strippers and sex work yeah. are so badly handled in mainstream media, they're so mm. either dehumanized or it's like kind of a torture, like not tor- trauma porn kind of story, or it's just like this kind of out of touch, like really like preachy take on things. Yeah. So I think everyone thought, oh, this won't be good because what movie with strippers could be good. And then you're like, wait, they've actually have taken the world and the realm that these women are in seriously. So it's yeah. actually, it's making us go, well, why wouldn't a movie about women being mm-hmm. strippers and scamming be good? Like, yeah. I like that kind of turning it on its head. I think that could really help with its like award season buzz if they play their cards right. Yeah. I mean, there were so many fun aspects. The soundtrack. The music, the music cues, the soundtrack, the, even the sound design. It's like so well thought out. It, so specific. It being sort of a period piece in terms yes. of like the timing of it all. Yeah. It's, I, I want to say it's like from 2008 through 2014. Like 20, 2007, 2008 is the good years. Yeah. The crash happens. And then we go back to them around 2010, 2011. Even then I was like, wow, these are all like yeah. songs from that year. Yeah. Artists that blew up that year. Oh, and I think like the interview scenes are from 2014. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it and actually the structure of it is kind of wild because it does go back through timelines quite a Mm -hmm. bit yeah i mean the whole cast is amazing yeah don't if you're going in looking for cardi and lizzo you're not going to spend too much time with them they're cameos basically but i i think my expectations for them were so low because people said that yeah but cardi definitely gets a solid moment yeah she gets like a couple of cute scenes lizzo was really good in what we see her in it's what i don't know i haven't really seen what posters were used over here, but all the posters I was seeing everywhere, like in Dublin, like on buses and Mm-mm. billboards and stuff, like Lizzo and Cardi were on the poster, oh, yeah. Yeah. which is kind of funny because like they want the buzz around their names, but you yeah. watch and you go, these gals are not really yeah. like long-term cast. But I lo- obviously J-Lo is genuinely great. And my thing, my favorite thing about J-Lo in it is by the end, I really fully was like, this is Ramon. Like it was the first time I've always liked J-Lo movies mm. and J-Lo's kind of presence on screen, yeah. whether the movie was good or not. You always feel like you're watching J-Lo. In this movie, I was like, oh my God, she's kind of become Ramona to me. Like, yeah. She sells you on like the journey Ramona goes on. Well, this is her, to me, like her biggest thing since Selena. And a lot of the reviews have said that. Like, Out of Sight and Selena are all the movies yeah. that they're citing in reviews. So, I mean, Selena, she should have gotten I've more recognition. <gasps> you need to I know. see Selena. It's Especially actually, as like, a music person, you I know. need to see Selena. This, I know about Selena because of American people, but like... And this is no shade because yeah. I can tell she's an amazing artist. Listen to her music now, yeah. but she she didn't blow up in Europe. And oh, I yeah. think that's part of the, the tr- sort of tragedy of her stories. Yes. I think she would have become, particularly when you think of that Latin pop boom like mm-hmm. 1999, yeah. I think she would have rolled that wave and been internationally famous for sure. But yeah. I think the Netflix show her family are working on. Is they are, there's out. something new coming along, so that'll be. I think that will introduce her to people. Yeah. Constance Wu also, sorry, because she is the lead of the movie, mm, yeah. which I know there was this, there were stories about like her agents demanding she be top build and press things. But mm-hmm. you watch it, and you're like, no, this is her story. I love, just oh, loved yeah. that it's a story about these two women and their friendship. I found it actually very moving. Yeah, loved it. Run, don't walk. Run, don't walk. Throw your phone down. Listen to this <laughs> later, and go see Hustlers now. Okay, before we get to some of the news, we do have some questions from the Facebook group. God, this is like a 15-minute mini-marathon about me. I love it. No, it's oh, great. So Emma McBride uh, wants to know if... She, Con- she, is she Irish? Um, sounds like it. Shout out to Emma. <laughs> Shout out to Emma. If Connor is a Love Island fan, I'd love to get his Irish breakdown of the latest season. I'm not. Okay. And it's ironically because of Housewives. So oh. I don't, uh, how aware or not aware of Love Under You? I, I mean, I know that it is like a sensation. It kind okay. of sounds like Big Brother mixed with 
Like a bachelor kind in of, paradise I think situation? that's how they probably pitched it. Yeah, it is yeah. a bit like that. So the thing about Love Island is it airs like five, six nights a week and yeah. there's a recap show. So for me, I'm always like, oh, I'd love to watch it, but I'm not home at the TV at like mm-hmm. 9, 10 p.m. every night of the week okay. because of DJing. So because I have like a full race car to Housewives, I was like, I don't have time. Yeah, yeah. you have to make your choices. I do love the Irish girl. There's two Irish girls, Yuande and Moira, who are both amazing. And Moira is like this kind of cult figure now. Okay. She's like... What you said not him far, but she's very <laughs> oh Irish God. on this very British like reality TV show, and she looks gorgeous, but yeah. sounds like a real country person, if you will. Do they become um, Irish personalities if they go on this show? Well, they become like their like their fame in the UK is insane. They all literally go on the show and jump yeah. to like over a million followers on Instagram overnight. Like the guy Greg O'Shea, who was in the winning couple this season, who's Irish, uh-huh. he was only on the show two weeks, and he has one point five million followers. That's sick. It's like it's it's really hard to explain the phenomenon of it to people outside of the UK and Ireland because it just takes over. I did watch the Jesse Nelson documentary recently and I learned I haven't seen is it good? I, it's good and I love Jesse. We love yeah. Jesse. I didn't realize her boyfriend yep. is a Love Island yeah. personality. Yeah, he, so that's wild. It's 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 a whole other realm of pop. It's like it's such a different contrast to the Housewives realm. It's yeah. it's fascinating. Okay. Pet Shop Boy Wants to know, are you related to Megan King Edmonds? <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, maybe do a 23 and Maybe we'll find out. She could come back next season and they can visit me in Dublin. And yeah. they'd be like, I just need to know. We have an emotional scene where I'm like, I'm your cousin. <laughs> yes. Hands over hands. <laughs> I'll be like, go back to the candle shop and think uh, of me. <laughs> okay, Daniel uh, Adamako says, love seeing this Ireland-UK CTQ family representation. How much Gemma Collins chat can we expect? Is Gemma doing anything these days? <laughs> she has a show that's just wrapped called Diva Forever, which I saw a couple episodes of. Mm-hmm. It's like her kind of mini spinoff. Yeah. Like she's doing that and she's like famous for being famous. So she, that kind of reality star is always popping up and doing things. I feel like the Gemma Collins buzz has died down. Maybe just because you stopped tweeting about her so much. <laughs> I think I took a little bit of a break. Although when I was watching Diva Forever, I kept screen grabbing bits to be like, I'll keep that for the camera roll. <laughs> I just have this, like, I know she's ultimately probably not a very nice person, but I just, yeah, I love the you JC. Never met the JC. Oh my God. I don't know if I want to. I think that would be better. Yeah, good. it's kind of like don't never meet your heroes. It's a bit like when people maybe don't want to meet the housewives, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you don't have that problem, Dan. <laughs> no, no. Okay, Joseph Buckle says, I'm so excited for this. I stand Connor's podcast, Pop Says. Oh my God, thank you. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Myself and Holly Shortall. Check it out if you haven't. Thanks, guys. Yes. Oh. I've been like binging it recently. Yes, because you knew you couldn't look at me in the eye without listening to it. <laughs> Brendan does not have that problem. He has no problem. <laughs> and I'm like, no have you listened problem. to the podcast, Brendan? He's like, y'all hear something? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Sam Moreno asks, I have a question that's not Bravo related, but Irish related. I recently went on a date with a fun guy from Ireland and he ended up ghosting me. We have like a bunch of same friends. Question, are all Irishmen assholes? Thanks in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Liz Bentley jumped in on that question and said they call it the Irish goodbye for a reason. <laughs> do you know people in Ireland don't say the Irish goodbye at all? That's a real American thing. But do they know that the Irish goodbye exists as a I concept? I think we're aware of it. Like, is the idea that you're so drunk you don't know you're leaving? Or is um, it just that you don't tell? No, no, it's not. I mean, I'm sure that's probably, like, the yeah. origins of it. But the Irish goodbye is more just, like, you're all hanging out together. And you just And you fail. leave without saying anything to anybody. Mm. Yeah. But the, um, I, yeah, I just want to always want it when people mention that. I'm like, no, in Ireland, it's just a goodbye. Not all Irishmen are ourselves, but we are dealing with years of Catholic guilt and repression. And sure. maybe he 
mm. just couldn't handle maybe his years of gay shame is it a, I don't assume years of gay shame yeah no yeah yeah. Through. yeah the person who mentioned Pop Sess did they have a question or were they just shouting at the show no he was just standing oh, yeah, yeah love yeah. that just wanted to say hi to my stands again <laughs> uh, Neely Michelle says I have questions about Bewitched she did not ask any questions, but do you have answers about Bewitched? <laughs> I, <laughs> just, they played a pride party in Dublin that some of the Dublin drag queens I work with, they put on and they booked Bewitched. And yeah. I somehow, <laughs> actually I missed Bewitched because I was in the bar and didn't realize I'd missed their slot, but okay. only three of them performed because one of them was on maternity leave. <laughs> when, when, when was this? That was in like June. I said it to Oh, they're queens. still performing? They still do club PAs and like gay Ooh. pride events and stuff. They haven't had music out in a while. So they're just... Doing they the just hits. do the hits, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into some news going on this week. Yeah, I'm gonna debrief it's time you. For some I'm journalism. sure you. The time change, the play, all I'm, this media you're taking in. If I'm not seeing Marina, I'm seeing Slave. Oh, yeah, you saw Marina and the Diamonds. By the way, if oh, you no, have, she dropped the Diamonds. It's right? just, She's Marina just Marina now. Yeah, yeah. If you can see her US European tour do, do mm. it's the best I've seen her. I've seen her four times. It was amazing. Okay. Quick uh, review. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this last week during Fashion Week. We? Sonia and Dorinda made some transphobic remarks during yes. a Garo Sparrow show. I remember because that was sort of last week, but I think it missed the last yeah. week, your last week window. I'm yeah, it was kind of yeah. like bro- like breaking as we yeah. were about to record. So Page Six kind of has an update as to what's currently Page going Six on. Page Six are so good for Housewives tea. Oh, yeah, especially New York tea. Yes. So after one of the New York housewives sparked a furor by saying that a drag queen looked like a guy at New York Fashion Week, uh, the situation somehow got worse. Sonia Morgan drew heat after she watched RuPaul's Drag Race star Ms. Cracker walk a Garrow Sparrow runway during Fashion Week. Morgan could be heard on an Instagram story saying of Ms. Cracker, who is that? Oh, that's a guy, right? And in the since-deleted video about a transgender model, uh, Yasmin Petty, walking in the same show, Morgan scoffed, with a body like that, it's a guy. Oh, so Yasmin oh. gave a statement to Us Weekly, and she said, I thought the statement was important and good. Yes. Uh, as a transgender woman, I've never thought of myself as a model, but I always try to fully embrace who I am in whatever I do. Sometimes that requires being vulnerable and brave. I was excited to model in a runway show for Garrow Sparrow at New York Fashion Week, an artist who celebrates diversity and authenticity. During that show, as I walked down the catwalk with my held, head held high, and who I am, a few women in the front row, who we've all seen on television, spoke hurtful. That's great shade, though. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen on television. <laughs> spoke hurtful, damaging comments, saying, with a body like that, it's a guy. In fact, that, that very moment was captured on social media and shared with the world. People don't get to choose their sexual orientation or gender identity. What people do get to choose, though, is projecting rude and cruel behavior toward other people over things they have no control over. Don't worry about me. I'll be fine. But we as a society must do better. People in positions of influence and power must do better. And to any trans woman out there feeling inadequate as a woman, keep strutting, honey. Go for it. That was a, a perfectly released statement. Sorry, I was reacting like Suzanne and Wendy there. I was like, ooh. No. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I mean, Dorinda and Sonia let out, put out a statement last week, which isn't even worth reading because it, it was kind of like not apologetic. It was kind of double speak and it read like someone put it out for them. Of course, we always support LGBT community. Yeah, we're allies, very... we're allies, da, 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 whatever. The, yeah. So what's interesting from this page six update is Morgan's team invited Miss Cracker to her fashion show on Friday. But the performer says she left feeling like a pawn and a gay prop for the Bravo show. Oh. As she had been under the impression that Morgan had invited her there to apologize, which she didn't. 
A deluded Morgan, meanwhile, thought Miss Cracker was there as a fan to support her fashion line. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. So Miss Cracker, a writer, comedian, and vocal advocate for women's rights, told us that Morgan wasn't at all contrite during their chat on the red carpet. She'd only agreed to meet Morgan to find out if the remarks about her appearance are coming from a loving place and not a hating place. But uh, Miss Cracker said, but it turns out I was just being used as a gay prop and I was worried about my face being used as a token. My face... Uh, being used to support the show and Sonia without there being that moment where she says, I'm sorry. Miss Cracker was forced to sign a release along with other attendees at Morgan's show, agreeing to be filmed for Roni. Meanwhile, Morgan claimed of Miss Cracker's criticism. I don't know. I didn't know she was coming to the show for an apology. I'm not a phobic person. Sonia oh God, added. That's just Sonia way putting it. No, I'm wait, not a phobic person. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> I'm very open to all walks of life and all genders. I'm gender fluid with people. I don't like labels. I celebrate everyone. I don't ask if you're transgender or a drag queen. All I said was that she was beautiful. So obviously Sonia came up with that statement herself. It felt very Sonia. Especially like using the gender fluid stupidity that she had on the show this past season. She's gender liquid. Oh God. Yeah. I mean, there's an element of like, I mean, there's a distinction with like a cis man doing drag or, you know, someone. Oh yes. And then obviously what happened to Yasmin. But I think there's a degree of if Sonia and Dorinda are maybe a little less clued up in terminology or a little bit more ignorant about certain things, it's one thing maybe if they're in their apartment saying mm-hmm. that I wouldn't agree with them, but it's private. I'm like, you dumbasses are recording on your phone. Yep. You're surrounded by people. You could see when you watch the video, Yasmin Petty is like as far away from them as you are from me now. Yeah. So like she could obviously hear them. Yeah. So I'm like, just from a purely like manners point of view, if you don't quite get some specifics around queer stuff, that's fine. We all have to learn. I'm still learning stuff. Yeah. But you don't run your mouth in public and then be like, oh, I didn't mean it. It's like, they were just being dicks. That was my issue. Like, sure. yes, it was transphobic, but also it was more just your ignorance has led you be, to be really rude to these people. Well, I also am not really keyed up on fashion show etiquette yeah. in a bigger picture. Yeah. Like, should you be talking and... Probably like not. That. I mean, I've yet to attend any shows. I mean, I I'm here for a week if anyone would like to invite me to one. Oh, I think it might be uh, more Brooklyn fashion week yeah. at this point. <laughs> Listen, we'll go after this. I'm yes. into that. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see if they use all this footage coming up. I was thinking that, too, because, you know, I didn't know the, the extra mystery. Miss Cracker Elman that you just told me there. Yeah. And I would have thought originally they would something they wouldn't address in the show, but mm. now maybe they're going to try and work it in. I mean, yeah. they're also at that point with filming where they're like, cover everything and then we'll make a decision yeah. later on. Well, I think they're still like figuring out who's the, who's going to be in the final cast and everything. So it's Miss Cracker's joining the Ms. cast. Miss Cracker's holding She's going to hold center up. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's touch on uh, two other quick stories before we, we move on to the shows. Are we okay for time? Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know if you caught this. You saw the uh, Potomac reunion, which we're going to get to. Yes, wow, what a moment that but was. But she was uh, Giselle was later on Watch What Happens Live. Yes. And Bravo TV kind of has a sum up as to what happened. So Giselle Bryant is just full of surprises these days. <laughs> Following the confirmation that she's back together with her ex-husband, Jamal Bryant, uh, which she stated during the first part of the reunion. Yes. She spilled some tea on other rumors during her appearance on Watch Robins Live. So do you remember back on season seven of Real Housewives of Atlanta when Phaedra Parks was rumored to have been dating a gentleman known by the name Mr. Chocolate while she was married to Apollo Nida? Well, apparently the rumors are 
Mr. Chocolate was actually Jamal Bryant. Oh my God, what a small tangled web they weave. <laughs> so Giselle said on uh, Watch Friends Live that she's aware of the gossip surrounding her partner, but not phased by it at all. She said, I thought it was funny. He denied it, and I'm cool with that. Phaedra has always denied that she was ever even involved with a Mr. Chocolate. As far as whether or not Phaedra and Jamal ever actually dated, well, the truth seems to be a little murky. Uh, no matter what happened in the past, Giselle and Jamal are eager to see what the future holds for their new relationship. She said, he and I have been divorced for 12 years, so a lot happens in 12 years. We're yeah. really, really good friends, and we respect each other. And I think at the end of it, it's all about love, respect, and family. The crossover event that we did not expect. You know the way Phaedra, I think, low-key would love to go back. Maybe she'll be like, what if I just did Potomac? She's dying to go back. She I, signed on to marriage boot camp with a guy that she's been dating for six weeks. And I can clear up because you, I did clarify this for you at the time and you declined to use the voice notes. She did appear on several episodes of Braxton Family Values. Oh, yes, yeah. I want to say earlier this year and that weird gap where the family wouldn't film the show and the network were like, well, we need to film something. What was her plot line? So the plot line was Tracy, who's like kind of the... I finally have my own thing. I'm not the put-upon sister anymore. Mm-hmm. She was filming The Outer Sisters and was going to yeah. like all these wellness treats and doing mad things with Tiffany New York Pollard, yeah. uh, Phaedra. There was a bunch of like kind of reality comedian people in the mix as well. Like at one point... So Faber the concept Flick, is she's just friends with the, with And they do like Faber. a wellness retreat and they go away and there's a whole weird subplot where Tiffany and Flavor Flav like reunite on Braxton Family oh my Values. God, beautiful. It was some of the weirdest TV I've ever watched. I was like this... <laughs> I can practically hear them scraping the barrel as I'm watching yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Faye, I don't know, personally, and I know I don't know if this is a popular opinion, I loved Phaedra when she was the shady legend on the show for years. Yeah. The way she left the show, I'm like, personally, I would happily never have her back. I think yeah. it left a really bad taste in my mouth, and I don't think she's really contrite about what she did, so... I don't think... I'm like, hmm. I don't think Candy will allow it. No, and she's yeah. right not to. Yeah. Sorry, she's yeah. right not to. And yeah. Candy, for me, I'd rather... I mean, I don't know, if, again, how people feel, but I would rather watch Candy. Yeah. Okay, last but not least, I don't know if you caught this. Peacock streaming service has been announced. Okay, and so that's NBC. Mark okay, your yeah. calendars, because in 2020, NBC Universal will launch its streaming service, Peacock, as announced this past Tuesday. Coming to you in April of next year, the new service will include original programming and classic series right out of NBC Vault, including The Office, Parks and Recreation, mm-hmm. as well as movies. And yes, there's definitely some very special content on there for Bravo fans to love and enjoy. The service will include a Real Housewives spinoff. Wow. What is your dream Real Housewives spinoff? I mean, you guys always talk about the kids having a show. Uh, so do you think it will be that? Like they, kind of Ramona's daughter and... Uh, I mean, that to me would be more... I would like them to do that if that was a Gallery Girls-esque. Yes, which I've started watching recently and is so good. I know, it's so good. It's such a moment in time as well. Yeah. No, but I want... I want the wives themselves in the spinoff. Yeah, if, I mean, would and I wonder are they being cheeky and it's just like, oh, we go into the closets of the housewives for a special eight episode series, or will it be? That seems more like a YouTube. Yeah, thing. like it has to be a show. It has to be a show. Maybe it'll be like friends all who've never been full time go full time all together. Like all Marlo and Camille and Katie. Who else, who's re, who are the recent friends of? Vicky can be on it yeah, because Vicky. Vicky's a friend Old of. Can you friend. imagine Vicky and Marlo <laughs> together? Marlo would have her for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, there was, I don't know if you recall this, that announced show that never came to be, the Nini Kim yeah, the road, uh, trip. road Trip. I doubt it would happen between the two of them, but maybe they take that road trip idea and apply some other housewives. Yeah, that yeah. could be fun. I mean, 
I think Nini is probably too expensive to do a streaming service spinoff unless they paid her big money, but you could see her doing that with Marlo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Or Candy with her umpteen spinoffs. Be like, y'all hear something? She'd be like, here she's, I go. She's had enough shots, I would say. But what's funny too is I have mentioned this before and people think I'm paid to talk about them, but I'm not. But I <laughs> use Hey You, which is an NBC Universal oh, yeah. like streaming service that's in are in the UK, Canada. So if you're in Canada... So you it's should... purely NBC Universal program. It's basically... I mean, they sort of buy in other library shows in different territories. So, like, they okay. have The Simple Life and, like, MTV shows in my sure, one. Sure, sure, sure. But, like, their whole gimmick really is... It's basically all the shows that are on E, Oxygen, and Bravo. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to me that they're not launching Hey You in the US because when they opened in Canada, I was like, wow, they could so easily just go into this... Mar-. Although it would totally cut... It would ruin... Bravo's like financials because people would just go to Hey You instead yeah. of Bravo. I mean, I think it's probably a good test for them. Yeah. Running the whole Hey You thing. Yeah. In terms of just the technology of it all. 100%. And yeah. it's also the library is insane. They, you're like, oh, hey, Paula, the one season wonder. I'll watch that now. <laughs> Gallery. Like they have all those random, like yeah. random, like crappy shows from years ago that you want to rewatch. I mean, re-watch, having, re-watch. having, if Peacock has all the Bravo shows on it because it's impossible to find yeah. the houses of dc unless you go and buy it on itunes yeah. uh hulu doesn't have dallas or potomac that's i believe weird. yeah it's really weird i was thinking that's one thing i think hey who has sort of a leg up in terms of i can go on and watch an old season or like watch all my shows weekly or whatever and i was thinking for the viewers here if you don't have cable it's very hard to, i would think this is how you get people catch people you know yeah. be like okay five dollars a month and you have the whole library of all the house like they own sure. all those shows it wouldn't be hard to do yeah it would be a draw i think i mean you all guys always talk about rewatching old seasons of shows yeah it's a nice like sunday morning activity i don't love I, is the peacock thing really that iconic here that people would be like oh peacocks to me it's kind of a random name um i think 30 rock helped Fair. make that kind of a more of a symbol symbolic thing even though back back in the day back in the day that peacock was strutting its stuff on the tv <laughs> screen but they've like stepped away from that <laughs> in recent years but let's at this point take a quick break yes. and we'll be back with potomac reunion mm. oc and dallas mm. and we are back with Potomac. Yes. Reunion. Yes. Part one. Yes. You just jumped on the <laughs> Potomac train last season. Yes, season three was my first Potomac season. Which I think was the best season until this, this season year. came along. I think it was a good one to jump on because it was a big, it felt like a very dramatic season and it was, there was enough flashbacks for a new viewer like myself to go, yeah. okay, what's well, the tea? And now this year they've just went another level deeper Mm -hmm. so much has happened and we're obviously getting a three-part reunion which i'm excited about i know uh dallas i think last season only had two parts and so did potomac last year so i'm like okay they've earned their three part that's like to me going into the big leagues because three parts is like the seal of approval so i love the fact that they had an all-white theme yeah they all looked amazing serving i would say of all of them who had their stun gun set all the way to 100, <laughs> was Monique Samuels. Yes, I, Monique is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she took the white, and I like the little, like, gold accent yeah. by the boobs. And she just looked really... Fr- and I'd say, yeah. too, because she had spent her season, like, which was filmed 100 years ago, as yeah. we realized, heavily pregnant. So I'm sure she was probably nice to, like, yeah. not have to consider that, or maybe to be uncomfortable or whatever, you know? For sure. Uh, but they all looked great. Yeah. Uh, Robin's bob was a bit distracting. Yeah, I mean, I got so used to the short. Yeah, I like the short zoom. hair. I was like, that's kind of your vibe now. Yeah. 
But we started with a lot of flashbacks to earlier parts of the season, which I forgot was even this season. I, I thought the exact same. I watched that in the airport before I flew here on yeah. Monday. And I, I do this thing when I watch reunions where I skip through the clip packages. Because also I was like, I don't have time to watch the full... Like, I was trying to make sure I saw the actual new stuff. Yeah. So when they're like, this all happened, I'm like, that felt like two seasons ago. Yeah. and They've the, gone through so much story. At the same time, usually by the time the reunion rolls along, I'm ready for the regular season to be over and for reunion hijinks. I could have... Yeah. Let the season kept going, kept going. Like a new episode every week for like a yes. year indefinitely. Like Love Island, Potomac edition. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that show. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, but f- speaking of the flashbacks, the saga of Sherman, I forgot Sherman was even in this season. Yeah, and actually, now it feels a bit of a nothing burger story. I'm like, oh yeah, but then just, obviously, as we mentioned in the news, Giselle yes. has rebounded to a new man anyway, so. Uh, a new, not so new man. Yeah, her ex-husband. <laughs> an old and new, something old and something new. <laughs> uh, so that's exciting. Karen, we learned, moved back to Potomac. Yes. She is renting with, <laughs> with an option. <laughs> the way that we're like, she kind of faffed the explanation. She's like, we are currently looking at this and we, we are renting. I yes. was like, just say you're renting. Like, what is the problem? Um, shortly after the start, Mama Dorothy came out, which was fun. Which was fun. And also like, they all laughed, but to me, their whole storyline is quite dark. And the way she was like, I didn't so much hit her as knock off with my bag. And like, they're kind of laughing off. But you're like, that mom is such a mess. Well, she made it seem like Candace ran into the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I love to all the other women were just like, I can't believe we're doing yeah. this here. It's so funny seeing Dorothy, because she normally doesn't film with the other women other yeah. than like a charity event here yeah. or there. But like her and Karen are truly two peers. Yes, they have a similar energy. It's weird that and I feel it's like Candace Karen... on the show and not Dorothy. <laughs> I feel like Karen would be like, I like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try some LaDom. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe she, Dorothy is the target audience for LaDom. Yeah, she she might be. I, is that on sale anywhere in New York? Like, could I walk into a shop and, sorry, a store a and sniff it? A uh, shop. A shop. <laughs> well, Karen did mention it was being sold at a Bloomingdale's pop-up. So I don't think it's like Bloomingdale's across oh, the country. Mm-hmm. There, there are two Bloomingdale's in Manhattan. Okay. Can you um, imagine I went in and said, can we help you today? <laughs> I'm looking for a La Dame by Karen Hugo. They would be like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh well, follow me. <laughs> uh, okay, the Ashley and Candace stuff. They're like ripping each other's hair out. Well, it was just funny the way in general they all started fighting with what in what seemed because you know obviously at reunions there's a degree of editing and they're there for eighteen hours and we see yeah. three, but it really felt like in real time they went from hi I'm Andy Cohen to oh and another let me tell you about you oh you yeah. like even like kind of with Karen and, and Ashley like so when Ashley and Candace were going up I was like oh my god they're going in so yeah. going on in proceedings and you could tell Andy was getting annoyed by just he didn't even try to break it up or make sense of it he was just sitting back letting them scream at each other and you couldn't even understand what they were saying they were, so i'm going to try the timeline because they kind of had a couple of altercations throughout yeah so it was their first one when ashley went through her about you're the least accomplished person here and because ashley does that thing where oh yeah she seems really mellow yeah and then she gets really mean yeah. really fast and you're kind of like watching going what the fuck you are crazy <laughs> yeah i mean I don't think... Well, I think the, the point of that is that Ashley views her pageantry as more legit. Like, she was in one of yeah. the real pageants. Yeah. And Candace was in 
an offshoot, a subset, <laughs> a subset a of a spinoff pageant. So I think that's where she's coming from with that. But they w- jumped around from when Candace was carrying on about her drinking while trying to get pregnant, which people get pregnant. Drunk all the drunk time. Drunk all the time. <laughs> people stumble home after yes. the bar and things happen. Yes. Uh, fighting over the butter knife incident obviously <laughs> the butter knife isn't still like so iconic a that line i gave her a beverage I gave and her also a beverage. my biggest takeaway when that happened that like weeks and weeks ago on the show yeah. that's we've had so many altercations was when they were like discussing it after and candace said something like she's lucky i didn't really blow up on her and i remember being like oh. if that wasn't you not really blowing up i'd hate to see what you blowing up looks like this was just a simmering yeah. that was was that just a small moment because it felt big to me and we also went back to Candace not liking the fact that Ashley talked about her history with a miscarriage with the microphone at the rainbow party when she was encouraged to do so by Monique. It's like, I mean, you... Candace is a great, not, I wouldn't say full on villain, but she's a great, like, you yeah. know, there is a villain element to her. She oh, is in the yeah. show, but you're also like, you either are filling a role in the show to stick around, or you just are a hater of Ashley in such a big way. Yeah. There's not even a logic behind it. Like the venom with which she just gives Ashley hell. You're like, what, what happened here? Yeah. I mean, I've, I mean, obviously they say things to each other, but I feel like Ashley's not going out of her way. Yeah. To go after Candace. I mean, my God, when Andy, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead on the timeline no. here, when Andy read the tweets out and kept <gasps> being like, I've been successful, blah, blah, blah. So you look like this. I was like, oh my God, I didn't, I knew, I'd seen, I kind of had heard Candace was being mean mm. online, but I hadn't looked into the tweets. Well, the so tweet when they, was the day she was giving birth. Like, I was like, <laughs> that is actually, like, that is a bridge too far. And then the husband weighing in, I mean, <sighs> That they did. <laughs> it was like a horror movie. They did show us that, like, I have to give her credit because I'm not an Ashley fan, but that iconic tweet that starts out, hi everyone, I have oh, my baby. Yeah. And these other two girls, <laughs> yes. the tone of it changes so dramatically. She calls them such vivid names. Like, like, that, like, I think she called her hamster face yeah, or something. Awesome face yeah. or something like that. I was like, oh my God. But when Michael <laughs> is walking into the studio, it's truly like a horror movie. That was movie. straight up Michael Myers, <laughs> his Australian cousin. Kyle Richards was like, y'all hear something. It was terrifying. And they even shot at that weird thing where they did the sound design to sound like muffled screaming next door of Michael Stocks in oh what's, uh, what's going on here <laughs> Robin looking around and then spotting him in the rafters <laughs> truly terrifying uh, so anything else from this part of the reunion you would like to speak on anything this season <laughs> I, now, I now have the floor I mean this was a good season as we said so much happened that it did feel when they were going back I was like oh we have covered a lot of ground so much the New Orleans trip and the trip to uh, where were they came in? I don't even remember some tropical island. I thought Giselle was actually great in this reunion in that when they would do like wides and two shots, she reacted to everything. I think oh, yeah. Giselle is great. I just kind of go like kind of just grimacing or going, what's yeah. this? She's like clearly Andy's favorite. Also, her and Karen's dynamic is so endlessly fascinating because they're fr- they're just frenemies. They're just yeah. constantly like I respect you so much, but by the way, here I am digging you a new grave yeah. every time. I mean, um, Giselle's not letting go of this whole New Orleans Instagram thing, which... I think is a bad look when yeah. Karen said, actually. And to be fair, I feel like when it first happened, they didn't contextualize it. When Karen said, quite rightly, 
we went on a plantation tour yes. and I recently lost family members. Maybe I actually needed to lie down on my bed and be on my phone. Well, yeah, we were like, talking about death all day. I was like, do you know what? Yeah. She has a point. Like, sure. let it go. Yeah. It was like, cause I like Giselle, but there is a slight mean streak. And when they dwell on that stuff, I'm like, Giselle, yeah. you need to remember you were kind of an OG here. Let's yeah. not. Well, let's move on to the OG franchise, oh. Orange County. The broadcasting uh. skills. <laughs> they just leap out here, ladies and gentlemen. Else. Yeah, yes. Okay. OC. We watched this today together. Yeah. We witnessed one of the first scenes, something that I don't know if you even heard of it until today. I didn't hear of it until I watched the episode. Kelly is a partner in... <laughs> The company's name is Positive Beverage. Yes. She is selling Positive H2O. Yeah. And I scooted on over to Fairway, located in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Swipe up for your offer code. Down Swipe now. up for some Positive H2O. <laughs> I, the website made it seem like it was only really available in California. And, that's ooh, Kelly Dodd texting. She's like, oh, the promo. You're a pig. Yeah, you're a pig. Drink my water. Drink my water. You're a pig. Um... <laughs> You're a big. Uh, Did you hear that nice sound, everybody? We're cracking open a whole kettle can of. It's only available, I really think, in California and New York. So we'll do peach first. Okay. Oh, you've got, oh my God. So for those of you at home, Dan has three cans and two glasses, and we're going to do little sippy sips. Yeah. So here's a peach. Okay. A heart emoji. Well, we have, oh my God, these such cute glasses. We need to do a clink, clink. Oh, yeah, clink. And in the words of Shannon Bedore, oh, to, to healing. healing. To healing. <laughs> so this is peach positive water. Peach, perfectly peach. Perfect positive H2O. Get, Here we go. Get, oh, it's Bailey really, on this can. <laughs> it smells really nice. It smells really, like, it's like I'm doing a wine tasting. Oh, um. Okay, I'm going to sip as well. I got to say. Oh. It's it's very sweet. Yeah, but what's weird is oh wow, no sugar, yeah. zero sugar. So Are it's got to be um, flavorings. Ste- there's stevia. Oh, that'd be mm. a great drag name. Yeah. Stevia. <laughs> stevia nips. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. I actually I like that. Dan, Dan is like knocking back like Oof. it's a shot. God. Okay. Yeah. That it's got kind of like a. I don't know if they have this out there in Ireland. Uh, a crystal light kind of flavor. Do you guys? No, I don't. Crystal is light? that another drag race person? Yeah, <laughs> crystal light. The winner of what's season, crystal light? Season twelve. It's like um. Oh god. Americans listening are like crystal light. You dummy. Back. I don't know. Back in the co- my college days, the girls used to love making like a crystal light vodka. <laughs> so it's like a soda water. So it's not. It's you take like tap water, mix in a little packet. And it just like flavors it, but I think it's low cal, low sug. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, kind of yeah. like. Do you have cordial here? Have what? Cordial. No. Okay, it sounds like it. Okay. That's for the European list. Okay. Let's see. say we have now cracked open strawberry. Now this is tropical acai. Oh, oh. Very RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> very this, acai. Oh, this drink. <laughs> All right, let's pour you a little bit of Welcome that. Welcome back to Race Chester Classique. Dum, 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 dum. Okay. Tropical acai. Okay. To clean. healing. <laughs> to healing. Okay. I I think I like it a little bit more because the peach one, to me, is like hitting you with a peach over the head. This is actually really nice. This is a little yeah. more. This is lovely. It's really tangy and fresh. Mm-hmm. And there's like that, you do get that acid kind of taste. Yeah. 
that you would get if you use like the powder and a smoothie, but it's not overpowering. I like that one. Yeah. I didn't mind the peach. It was just very peachy. The peach really hit you over the head. I'm going to look peach. at the cans while you pour. Possibly. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And we're posting a picture of the three cans on the Come Through Queen Instagram yeah. account. So I'm going to do a nude photo shoot with the cans, <laughs> but that will be on the OnlyFans page, which you're setting up. So come back yes. for that one, guys. Come through. Okay. The last one is crisp cucumber. Now, I personally cucumber. love. Cucumber. Ooh. Oh, you're scared of this one? A little bit, yeah. Okay, I'll just give you the little But I would I have done the odd, like, no, give me a little you, give, Okay. Come on now. I, I'm a professional. Okay, okay. No, I love, I don't know if you've ever done this, go to like a spa, and they have a cucumber water. Yeah, no, I do like wait. that sometimes, mm, yeah, or lemon, lemon, or orange. Okay, this one I think really will heal us. To, to healing. <laughs> oh, I love this. Oh. So it's like a very... Well, because this one I feel like is not... I mean, it does still have the stevia, but I don't think it's trying to accomplish sweetness quite like the other ones are. This is like a little bit sweeter than it would be if you put your own cucumber in. Yes, it definitely would. A drink, but it's also not overpowering. Yeah. Also, I mean, they're an, it's a good twist on sparkling water. Yeah. Like, it's not a bad idea. God, Kelly's getting a nice little She's got a gear. The can says... Fuel your day with simply better ingredients. Think positive. It makes a difference. Mm. Queen Shana, of positivity. Shannon would love this. It's a shame she's beefing with Kelly because she <laughs> loved these products. So are you going to finish one of these? No, you can you... have whichever one you want. Which one's your favorite? No, I meant more like as in what one stood out to you. Oh, I, well, I think you we like went the cucumber? on a, I think we went on a very upward trajectory. Yeah. Uh, I love the cucumber one of the three, I would say. Yeah, the acai is nice. The peaches, okay. I actually think... For the alcoholics, listen, you could probably mix the peach with, like, vodka. Oh, the peach probably mixes best. Because I'm a vodka soda girl, so mm -hmm. I actually think you could use these as mixers, which is... Do you guess, do you say mixers here? Yeah, I'm vodka soda, little mixer. splash of lime. A mixer. I mean, I do love a LaCroix, a pomplemousse. Can you have... Oh, my God, I have to have a vodka and LaCroix before I You've leave never this country. done that. Oh, my God, yeah. <gasps> I'm a huge LaCroix fan. There's, like, a couple of places in Dublin that sell it, and I'll walk in and buy an overpriced can and be like, take me back to Brooklyn, baby. <laughs> I'm going to have a little more of the peach. Yeah, of course. Do it. Go To go healing, it. to Kelly Dodd. To healing. Okay, so she was at the little... Um, was it in... Was That wasn't... That was in OC, wasn't it? The thing? In, in OC, they were doing a little... Not Vegas. Uh, yeah, no. The, the vendor event where Tamara and Eddie were walking around. Where Kelly probably turned up for an hour to mount that booth and filmed a month's piece. No, I think she probably did more because she admitted to the fact that she invested 250000 Dollars, a quarter million dollars from her divorce settlement, as she explained, she would probably run through the money yes. quicker than her life will. <laughs> will she go basically on. has a lump sum she can live on now, but wants to yeah. have more money coming in. Yes. And of course, I'm sure talking around the fact that she's probably paid six figures or more to do housewives. But yeah, yeah. When she said my credit card bill alone is 30K a month, I'm like, I'm what? <laughs> Jolie doesn't come cheap. As I said, it's expensive to be Kelly. Mm -hmm. Anyway, there. You had to get an Erica yeah. Jane reference. We should have a discussion about Erica Jane before oh, we leave. <laughs> That's for the Patreon content. <laughs> yeah. Special bonus episode. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm excited to see where Positive H2O takes Kelly. It's not a bad product. Like, I mean, I know you guys taste test and chat stuff, but like that was actually quite good. I, I, just, I like, would buy that. Like, To me, I don't... Uh, the point of it, I guess, is you get vitamins. You got vitamin B, C, D, calcium, potassium. But, like, I'd rather just take a, 
like tablet. a vitamin tablet and yeah. drink a LaCroix. I would just buy that as like, it's a nice, like fizzy yeah. drink that's not super sugary. Sure. Yeah. Put that on the can, Kelly. <laughs> yes. And your I'll, face. <laughs> I'll be the face of positive H2O. Oh my God. They should uh, sponsor Popsass. <laughs> <laughs> they can break into the lucrative Irish market next. Kelly can come back to Ireland on next season of the show. Yes. Time to return. Okay, let's <laughs> go to Vegas with Bronwyn, yes. Kelly, and Emily. We go to a hotel I've never heard of. But it looks ridiculous. Um, so I, I don't, like, it didn't really match up to me because you had this weird penthouse suite. It was huge. It was like... 15,000 square feet. It was crazy. Um, and, like, done in a style that is not really, I think, attractive to... The modern day Vegas goer probably was like something really great for the 80s. It was given, one of them said it was like Bronwyn said it was Liberace. I low key thought reminded me of Teresa from Jersey's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but even also, I think Teresa's moved past that style. Fair. Like, but that kind of, yeah, like turn 10 of, years ago, yeah. Turn of the millennium, like yeah. MTV Cribs. Like, oh, I recreated this Spanish-style architecture in my home, and it just looks really tacky. Yeah. The sheer scale of it blew me away. I was like, this place goes on and on and on. Sure. I also loved when we landed in Vegas, and they did a montage, and they, you know, they didn't really show any specific show signs, but we got a shot of Barry Manilow. Yeah. Live in Vegas, and then one of them in voiceover just went, oh my God, Barry Manilow's here. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? It was so, like, out of place. And then, and then Kelly <laughs> found him and took a selfie with him. <laughs> <laughs> with the positive H2O. Okay. Yes. That's how he's still kicking. He's drinking positive H2O. Okay, so Tamara and Shannon are not invited. Yes. Which, why should they be? Because they're nasty to Emily. Well, and there's the tea, girls. Uh, the tea. And Gina and Emily are fighting over the fact that Gina's not coming because going to Vegas is not a good look. I mean, to be fair, that's one of those rare occasions where you're like, actually, for the purpose of the story, it's good, and also it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, she can't be like, I just got a DUI, let's go to the party capital of the country. Although she is kind of having other not-so-good looks. Yeah. Like, in terms of, she was, she was talking on... The opening of the episode. Like, talking about splitting a bottle of tequila with, with Shannon. And it yeah. wasn't even something that was filmed. Why would you bring that up? I like, thought when you said she's having other not good looks, it was a dig at her confessionals. I was oh, like, oh, no, ouch. No. Those, are, oh. those are stun guns. I don't, I have to say, like, I've, I thought I've had about OC this season. There's something about the way they're shooting and editing, like, confessionals that just, it looks off. Yeah. And they keep doing those weird crash zooms and someone says something to, mm. like, emphasize it. And I'm like, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, we both miss the olden days of filming in their homes in their homes or in a hotel I think I think New York they used to use hotels or something yeah I don't know but besides those ladies we're also joined by Larry and Perry who are like at this point could be friend of like they're in the show enough oh well Perry's face always lights up whenever the camera <laughs> lands on her. She's like, oh, guys, hey. She, like, <laughs> wants to be on this show more than Shane. Um, but what definitely very two? strange for them to come for this bur... I wouldn't even say it's a bur... It's, like, kind of burlesque, but it's, I think, a step further than burlesque. Yeah. Like, the boobs were on full display. I, I said to you, and I was kind of surprised, like, you've never seen the classic 90s trash. Oh, yeah. Showgirls. But yeah, I've only given, seen like bits and pieces of it. Yeah. But like the whole thing in that movie is that they're in this Vegas review that is very, that's flashy and it's like exotic dancing and the boobs are out. Sure. I was like, this is fully like, and even the choreography and the styling, I mm. was like, this is Showgirls. Yeah, yeah. And, and all, it's very like that, 
early aughts pussycat dolls like yeah. I'm empowering myself by doing this kind of and even the fact I was like this is you'd see on reality TV like a decade ago it was very dated yeah very dated I, the the venue for the performance looked like it could re- use a little little zhuzh a yeah uh, I did like um, I did like Kelly watching the performance though that was a highlight oh, for yeah, me yeah. she was like fully you're doing amazing sweetie <laughs> Emily definitely missed a few steps <laughs> Do you know what was interesting though? Is sometimes when like the wives do these kind of things on the shows, they will make them look better. Mm. I felt like they were like, no. "This is the best we could do." This is all, we got the shot. <laughs> like you didn't give us a glimmer of anything we could cope flatteringly. You did hoot and holler when Bronwyn was frolicking around the hotel suite by herself, giving body for the girls. She looks amazing, and also. I have to laugh because Brendan said in passing, like, I think maybe episode one or two of OC mm-hmm. that she looks like Kylie Minogue. Yeah. And it is all I can see. Yeah. Which, oh my God, all I, can, all I see is a Kylie song. <laughs> um, so, like, it's kind of freaking me out because I keep imagining Kylie Minogue on Housewives. I yeah. think that would be so iconic. So I'm like, they do look alike. Yeah, she's definitely a doppelganger. Do you remember when it was the white party last year? Kylie did a lot of, like, US Pride stuff last year. Like, she did... Oh yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. And she did the white party, and Erica Jane was on the bill, and there's that iconic oh. photo of them together. And Erica's like so much taller, and sure, she has these sure, crazy sure, sure. sunglasses on. And I was just like, "This is such a clash of worlds." Yeah. Like Connie's like, "Hi," and Erica's like, "Hey, babe." <laughs> but they're definitely like two of the same. They run in the same in the U.S. in particular. It's in that kind of like U.S. like gays only kind of oh, dance yeah. pop. Kylie's really gays only in the U.S. Yeah. If you don't listen to Kylie Minogue, you're missing out, guys. Yeah. Okay, uh... Shane surprising. Shane, surprise, bitch. I mean, the last of me. I was, to be fair, <laughs> I was actually very surprised. I was like, oh, like, I actually said out loud, oh my God, Shane is here. Yeah. I was shook, but also, I, I didn't get a sense that he wanted to be there. No, he looked miserable, and then when yeah. they had their one-on-one meal, he was ribbing her as usual. In a mean way. It's so mean. Yeah. Like, I mean... You know when you like you and Brendan do the show yeah. and like you kind of jokingly mm-hmm. make fun of it, but it's obviously with love. Yeah, like you never. I hope so. You know, Dan's <laughs> like, yeah, let's go with that. Like I never get the sense with them yeah. that a there's any chemistry between them no. and b that that's from it. I think because you, you know in Ireland we re- like that's a real Irish thing to roast people in an mm-hmm. affectionate way. Yeah, and I just when I watch them like be mean to each other, I'm like, this isn't funny. Yeah, even in their confessional together, that was like so sorry. awkward. It was like watching a brother and sister sap beside oh each other. It was God. the first thing I thought. I was like, these two need to divorce. This is so dark. ASAP, yeah. Okay, let's touch down on Gina's visit with her attorney, where she's like, so do I have to go to the Should next arraignment the day? Like, what do you want me to do? Should I go to the court? I'm Obviously, like, you am got I going to get trouble. arrested? Oh, my God. You got in trouble for not showing up to the last date. I mean, the the problem was also her attorney did not show up, so no one showed up, so they just issue a, a warrant for her arrest. As a legal person, do you watch these scenes and want to pull your hair out? Are you like, oh my God? Well, <laughs> I kind of in terms of, like, from the angle of, if I was her attorney, I'd be like, we're not filming well, us that, talking about this. 100%. You, I do not want you to talk about the arrest On at the all. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not going to happen. There's no helping... And you talking about it on the show. Is there something to be said, though, for on the Housewives format of, well, we're filming this now, but it will air months after the case happens. It's not like it's going to be on the news. Well, I think I read today that she finally took a plea, like, in that the case was resolved only in July. God. 
It's like finding out Shane didn't pass the bar last week. I yeah. was like, Christ, what a letdown. So, I mean, like, it was pending for all of this filming. That's true. they wrapped before July. True. So... I do, and now I'm kind of obsessed with the idea that you popping up in New York as, like, Dorinda's lawyer. <laughs> oh, God. No. She's like, I'm really, really mugging for the cameras. I mean, like, <laughs> hey! <laughs> oh my god like a lingering close up on the, like the placard on your desk <laughs> attorney at law <laughs> yes um okay let's do Tamara Gina and Shirley MacLaine going to the laser <laughs> <laughs> it's in the role of a lifetime Shirley MacLaine is Sandy is it Sandy oh, I, Sandra I, I, Sandy sounds right actually is Sandy a S- lifetime movie Sandy Judge <laughs> Uh, we're, I, the main point of this is kind of just laying the groundwork for Gina versus Emily. Yes. Because Gina's talking about like her, f- not feud. Her beef. Her beef with Emily. Yeah. And I also, it was very like that thing of, oh, we're just getting, like Gina, of course, had that moment where she kind of jokingly did her fake OC voice and was like, oh, I'm on the OC lifestyle. Yeah. But it was such a dingy setup. And they kept doing that thing where it was obviously a condensed conversation and they would cut and they'd all uh-huh. be in a completely different yeah. scenario. Procedures, going. yeah. Tamara had a full face mask thing on <laughs> and then they cut and she's suddenly in the sunglasses with Shirley MacLaine. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? It's Shirley was casting her magic. <laughs> Isn't she magical? Oh no, she's psychic. I think is she the one who's like believes in aliens and she's like oh, there yeah, are other definitely. life forms yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who among has us? she been on Watch What Happens Live? Uh, I think maybe like in the front row. I feel like if Sharon, no, I mean actual oh, Sharon McLean, because <laughs> she no the real Sharon McLean is like into aliens or some shit. Oh yeah. But like you're part of the Area Irish, 51, the Irish Alien Task Force. <laughs> that's, that's actually why you're here. Is prepare? Aren't we storming it? Uh, like next week, I think. <laughs> I'm not here to see Madame X. I'm here to storm Area 51. <laughs> Exclusive report. Representing. I'm gonna recruit Wendy Williams tomorrow when I go to her taping. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Grab a snack and hack Area 51 after the break. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited for your visit to Wendy. I I'm a little. I mean, it's a shame that I'm not recording this after the Wendy yeah. visit because I would love to give you the tea and what it's really like. Yeah. Maybe that's a voice note. Yeah, definitely a voice note mm. and maybe a voice note for something else that you'll be uh, attending oh. next week as well. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, Area 51. It's Area 51. Okay, let's kick it to Miraval. There was the healing wellness the, retreat. Yes, which Shannon Just is... pouring some positive H2O, guys. Yeah, Sorry. It, Shannon's putting this together in order to heal everyone. Uh, so Shannon's taking it very seriously. Now let me quickly bring up the fact. I think we might have talked about this on the podcast when when this person tweeted it out. But um, oh yes, yes, this person, yes. his Twitter account. Let me find his at. He is at Reed with the Reed. So it's R E D with the R E A D with the Reed. Honey. So he. Uh, video captured Gina's Instagram story and this is on the plane yes. to uh, Arizona and you could hear Shannon and Kelly talking in the background with Shannon saying like I, I know my reaction is going to be something so I'm going to overreact and Kelly's egging her on saying yeah you go do it or what you need to do so it sounds like they're planning the I rem- fight I remember watching that video at the time and wondering what it was in reference to and the, the fight that eventually happens, it makes so much sense. But then I watched that and it didn't feel staged, even in the way it was really? shot. 
I just because the guy, maybe because the guy doing the wellness. So like they go to this wellness retreat in one of the classes. I, I feel mm-hmm. like, well, we. <laughs> I want to mention that what do you want to let go of because that was mm. iconic as well but um, that moment where they're doing thing with the bow on the head yeah. and Kelly jumps in and whacks her yeah. because it kind of happens sort of not off camera but Kelly sort of not really fr- like I personally feel like if it was a properly th- something the producers were in on mm-hmm. you would think that it would be shot in a much more obvious way or mm. it felt like Kelly was like I know what I'll do it'll be funny yeah. or maybe Kelly had a loose agreement with Shannon of I'm going to do something to roll you up yeah. and you have to run with it because she was a bit of a dick in the other scenario yeah. as well. Even leading up to it, like when they yeah. were coming, arriving, <laughs> like she so kept funny. making all those donger jokes. And what was interesting is she, I don't know if you picked up, have you ever seen 16 Candles? Yes, but That's Molly ago. Ringwald. Yeah. And like, it's a beloved movie. However, there's a character, Long Duck Dong, oh, which is like totally terrible yeah. Asian representation in a movie. Yeah. And like, we as a society, I think, have all come to that realization. And she makes, like, a long, long duck dong reference. And it's, like, it's, like, who, it's so Kelly. It's so Kelly in terms of, like, not being on the same page. <laughs> and Kelly had loads of, like, Kelly moments this week. Like, when they were in Vegas and the lady from the hotel greeted them with a the dog in her arm. And Kelly got out of the car and went, who's this bitch? <laughs> it's like, I mean, like... Oh, God. It's, like, Kelly... She's a problematic fave. Kelly, yeah, she does so many rough things but then she like She'll cracks you up like no one else even her I just found out funny when she asked them when they got the drinks and when they arrived at the wellness retreat is there sugar in these <laughs> <laughs> and you're like please put some in I was like I put some stevia it. yeah I, let me have a positive H2O but I did love the scene where they were like oh like let you know put the petals to represent yes. what you want to let go of and it's all like I want to be a good mother <laughs> I don't want regret <laughs> Kelly just suddenly going, I want Costco. I want Target. <laughs> like listing off all the retailers Legend. she wanted, positive ratio. Did what was the place you bought it in? Wayfair? Uh Fairway. Fairway. She, did yeah, she, she say I want Fairway? No, but she got in there, baby. <laughs> it's all about positive reinforcement. Um okay. Was Tama really crying in the petal thing, by the way? That felt really fake to me. Oh god. It was no, acting. It, it as was you something would say. like um Oh Jesus. Like something I want Jesus to guide me. And then they did this weird close-up and she was misty-eyed. I yeah. was like, calm down. I don't know what she was upset about. I, she's kind of annoying. But Tamra... I, that's why like this whole um, planned scene rings true, too. Because Tamra was trying to rile up Shannon so much. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, Ryan's dad had, like... Spinal fluid leak into his. <laughs> and then Shannon was like, "You're kind of freaking me out." She's yeah. like, "Oh, am I?" I was like, "Of course you are." And Shannon kept saying, oh, "Shannon says she took her contacts out and she says my vision's blurry. Uh, if you took your contacts out, I think yeah. your vision's gonna be." That blurry. did feel like you know Shannon's like, "Oh, I have such a headache after Kelly whacking me with the mallet," which. Yeah. I'm sorry, when they played it back in slow-mo, I was, uh, you can attest, mm-hmm. howling. But I did like when <laughs> Shannon's like having her hypochondriac moment. Yeah. And Tamara flashes the foam torch and she's like, my eye is dilating. She's like, I'm putting a light on your eye. Like, that's what happens. Uh, Shannon is not fun Shannon ever. That's that's a myth that she has created I know. for herself. Yeah, I mean, it's been years. She thinks we... she is fun Shannon. She's nothing of the sort, as Oof. Tiffany Pollard would say. Uh, so we end up at Urgent Care. And we get the yes. cliffhanger of the nurse. Well, the camera was well, turned sideways. At an angle, yeah. And then we turn up right, and the nurse asks if Shannon wants to press charges. Because it's technically an assault. 
What a gag. What a gas. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what's wild is we both felt like the nurse thing sounded like like ADR, like voiceovered in dialogue. <laughs> it did not sound like... It didn't have that audio quality of someone in the room not on, yeah. quite on mic saying it. It sounded very too clear and not didn't sync up. I was yeah. like this... Because the only shot of nurse saw was her hand briefly gesticulating. I, like, the yeah. nurse could have been saying, this woman is fine, leave me alone. Well, I'm sure we're going to get the answer to that next week because sh- the, the scene will play out, I would imagine. I feel like also if if... There was assault charges that we would know about. Oh as yeah, an no, I mean it's a real fake cliffhanger. Yeah, there's definitely not assault charges, but uh, but it was a good episode because as you were yeah. saying, as we watched, because of the two trips. Yeah, Vegas it and Miraval. along. Yeah, Vegas Miraval laser removal. Positive H two O. Two O. Yes. Okay, let's move it up, mosey on down to Dallas to the Lone Star State. So we actually had a good chunk in the beginning of the episode. I thought we were jumping right into Mexico. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, we pick up in Travis Holman's office at 9 a.m. Where is Deandra? (laughs) For some reason, she went to go get her hair done at 6 p.m. and was there till 1 a.m. because. It wouldn't turn there, blonde or there something? There was an issue with her hair color not taking, and they were trying to fix the mistake, and then yeah. she was there to the wee hours. I also, this thing that that comes up then is that Stephanie has to relay the message to Travis, but yeah. she doesn't. I'm like, why couldn't DeAndre message him directly? Yeah. Like, what kind of business skills does that say that you haven't got the cop on? To, sorry, that's an Irish phrase. <laughs> to say, can I have your husband's number? I know it's late, but I really need to text him. Yeah. I'm sure, And I'm sure they had some prior communication to like she had yeah, the number that felt a bit like cack handed like just a bit like like mm. hang on who's doing this here like what are you doing yeah no wonder the business is failing poor mama d is distraught i know she won't show up to the office on time <laughs> if you can't go to a meeting at 8 a.m i can just imagine that scene yeah. like her being seething uh but eventually deandra calls travis Later, and apologizes yeah. and travis takes it and is willing to meet up with and her Deandra again. was like shaking like a leaf, crying. She was. I'm like, buckle up, like I'm just buckle up, <laughs> just apologize, sis. It's not that deep. Yeah. And then, oh my god. Oh, the wedding. You and I planning. And Alex, Alex yeah. fiance of the show. <laughs> Watched Leanne try and hustle for a free wedding dress. It was so awkward. Oh, so she goes into the shop oh with God. her main guy who replaced Brendan <laughs> <laughs> Brendan's actually away yes. having couples counselling with Leanne this yes. week that's why he can't be here <laughs> um, they go into the shop to get her the stream dress but she's been procrastinating until her filming window minute. yeah waiting until we start pick up filming funny how that works <laughs> um, we're designing this dress how much is it going to cost and the woman's like 10000 <laughs> and, and Leanne just looks down like I can't do it and the woman goes down to 7,000 money <laughs> so she goes down to 7,000 and Leanne's just like no and then like she just sits back silent and then her main guy has to like jump in to explain and she and and he's like well you need to understand Leanne does so much for so many people and they feel the need to give back but like Leanne doesn't they love to help her. They love to help her, but she doesn't want them to have to do this. But, like, you know, she's just so giving. And the woman's like, okay, um, yeah, 
I'm going to do this for you. It was bizarre because there was a beat where I thought she was going to go, well, I can't then. To what me, does Leanne have in all these service providers in Dallas that well, she gets on this free shit? Well, I mean, she saved all this to film it for the show because by filming it for the show, these she's vendors are getting yeah. and promotion. And like she can say, as featured on Real Houses of Dallas, my yeah. wedding shop. So like that's worth and they can't, of course, say that on the show. Yeah, because so they have to come up with this whole $10,000. It was like just a bad comedy sketch, like the kind of, like Leanne <laughs> just kind of grimacing, going, oh, I can't afford that. Yeah. So it was, it was odd, but it was like, I think you said this is the most iconic thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was, it was really <laughs> funny. Okay, so we were packing up for Mexico and Brooklyn. Oh my God, I wrote Redmond. this in my notes. It was so iconic. Her going, ugly, ugly, <laughs> ugly. And like, the sh- it was Brandy looking a bit disheveled and clear, like uh, kind of a real life, yeah. I'm actually getting ready for this trip moment. And she was just like, you could see her going, okay. Stripes are not in. Oh, my clothes are ugly, great. I feel bad though, because Leanne talked about on Watch Them Live how Brooklyn is kind of getting like harassed because of... Like online or in real life? I think in real life. A combination of online and real life. Like, people are dragging her online, and then, like, kids at school are showing her what people are saying. I mean, that's... I mean, the problem is, is that could happen to any kid on those shows, even if they're just on it. Like, yeah. hey, mom, what's for dinner? Because sure. kids are so mean. Yeah. So she's... Like, I mean, she is being a bit of a terror on television. But she probably... Like, I think... She was like, oh, I'm going to like... Don't bully her. Also, she's a terror. <laughs> no, I'm, no, she's gonna, I think she was like, oh, I'm going to like act this up. Yeah. Like I'm going to be like a precocious kid. Yeah. You know? Because she's always been a li- kind of a little scene stealer. I'm kind yeah. of funny. And now it's, I get the impression there is some real like just normal family resentment, like, you know, growing pain, stuff going on. And she's probably like, well, the cameras are here. Let me, yeah. Let me dial up much. But the idea that she's being bullied, that's I know, horrible. I feel bad. But um, it was, I mean, she made me laugh this week. That's I any know, consolation, <laughs> like legend, comedic queen. Uh, there's a little gag with Cameron's daughter. Well, first of all, the Cameron's daughter teaching her Spanish as usual. Yeah, bilingual queen. Um, but then the, like, what's a commercial flight? Like, they made it, they played it to make it seem like, oh, like, We're she so doesn't rich. know what commercial flights are. But, like, I don't think any kid knows no, what a... Com- wouldn't know that term. It's just, like, a flight yeah. is a flight. Also... I don't want to address it, but I need to address it because it huh. disturbed me. But Jeremy and DeAndre packing and him going on this whole riff, oh, this is my underwear. I'm oh, stiff my underwear. Yeah, I was like, like wanting cut to this out. Cut this out. Like, cut this out of the show. Because DeAndre looked stricken. She was like, mm. why are we talking about this? Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm going to sniff you. I was like, what is <laughs> Stop. What are you trying to prove? Go back to doing the laundry that you were doing 10 minutes ago. Yeah. So we end up in the airport. Love an airport. 6 6 a.m. Looking fresh. Everyone's looking ready. Leanne gave a full, like, I actually, Leanne turned it out like they were filming with regular cameras, not the great. Because you could see one of the camera, I think it was one of the producers filming it. You could see her briefing and shot. Yeah. But um, I feel like Leanne rocked up like it was the season finale party. Yeah. And I'm like, you're literally getting on the plane. Like, Erica Jane wears sweats on the plane. Follow her lead. Maybe not. (laughs) Erica Jane's a little too comfortable in the sweats in the past few seasons. And I, uh, so we arrive. Everyone's excited to be part of Arta. We're pouring drinks in the car. You sound fluent. Love that. Mm. Love that for you. Uh, we head down on the two-hour journey, which they made seem like... <laughs> the editing on that was so insane. The roughest trip of all time. Like, the Atlanta women, I think, like, drove from... 
Atlanta to someplace in Florida one oh, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like early season yeah. on the tour bus kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, they were in like a nicer bus or whatever, but that was a long trip. But it's also, I mean, I was like thinking this out loud as I watched. I was like, oh my God, they're going to, like, because they were drinking. I was like, they're going to be so drunk in the two hours when they arrive. And then I was like, that's probably the whole point. Because they obviously, yeah. women in confined space, that they're mm. the cast of the show. Like, they will act up when they like when they arrive. They'll sure. all be a bit buzzed. But we make a pit stop at the toilet. That's the hole in the floor where the gremlins are pooping. As <laughs> as Steph says, I just love the aspirational lifestyle porn mm, of the Real Housewives. Yes. When I get transported to beautiful setups and situations I would never see in mm. my own life, like a horrible toilet that has a curtain for a, a curtain, door. Yes. <laughs> I was like, this is something else. So on the way, we are picking names out of a hat to pair up for rooms. Despite the fact that there's six women and at least seven bedrooms. <laughs> there's some issue with the beds where there's a sharing happening. And, and Carrie 2.0 is adamant about them pairing up so that they could get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. She's the only new one. Everyone else already knows each other. Why would Leanne want to sleep? in the bed with you that felt very like you're new you need to like this is what you need to do for us here because we need to build a storyline and I think that's part I get think that's part of why Leanne was so from the bus ride on was just not having any of it yeah she just seemed fed up like yeah yeah from the get-go yeah she didn't even like what was the thing she said <laughs> this, there were so many steps and things it was like the Stairmaster on oh, crack Stairmaster on crack yeah <laughs> I mean that place was so it, it looked like a resort it didn't look it like beautiful. a home it yeah. was so wild but you're right it didn't look like a, it was more like a destination you visit not somewhere you'd own and it's and I was curious as to the, the staff has to be like someone she hired in I can't imagine... They're not she... hanging out when there's no one there. Yeah, exactly. Waiting for her to pop over with a bunch of cameras. I don't know, I was thinking about that. That was interesting. <laughs> you were like, could I hire that? Could yeah. I Airbnb that? <laughs> uh, okay. That could be your honeymoon. <gasps> Let's go to the... I'm going to go to the blue... Uh, I don't, what, was there even a name for it? I it can't like remember. Blue? No, they didn't... Like, it did have nice lighting, though. Like, that golden air no. light on mm. Stephanie. Um, come on, Casey Musgraves. So, I think they ended up... Everyone ended up keeping their rooms except Leanne, I think ran off to her own little room. Leanne did something that I actually found a bit relatable where she was like insisting that she wouldn't share a bed. I'm like, I'm the same on those kind of trips. I'm like, I will pay extra for my own room. Sure. I'm not sharing a bed with some random, like I do weird stuff. Like I sleep with the duvet over my head. I don't need to. Yeah. I don't need to. Yeah. It's a weird tick I have. I've shared rooms. I shared rooms with friends. I'm like, do you know that you like cover? I'm like, yeah, I like, I know. I leave with like, Kind of a breathe. Pocket of I need a pocket for like my nose, or I do it in a way where I I can breathe. But I like to like. Oh my god! I like to disappear. Wow! I like it's like a cocoon. I'm isn't like a that, bat. Isn't, isn't that a Beyonce song? Disappear. It's like a, an album track. Well, we share a birthday, so I probably mm. did that like yeah. subconsciously. We're connected, Virgo minds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so we eventually. <laughs> I liked go to dinner. Well. <laughs> I need to give Leanne a shout out for the iconic line. I'm not negative. I used to have an inspirational blog. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, her Instagram, like, occasionally dips back into yeah. her inspirational past. <laughs> her inspirational past. I love that about her. Her dark, inspirational so, past. Oh, and then we talked about this while we were watching. That bridge... I wouldn't walk on that bridge. Sorry, the shot of that made me feel anxious. I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing that. I mean, I wouldn't mind it, but I can respect 
Not if one. you have a fear of heights, like that's a serious bridge. <laughs> but then I will say Leanne, God lover, was being a dick the whole episode. It yeah. wasn't, I'm sorry, that kind of bridge makes me like yeah. I just makes me queasy. She was like, No, not I don't wanna dying. die. <laughs> I'm not in the laugh or death. I was like, okay, like <laughs> Leanne is like really pu- pushing it today. Yeah. So the whole conversation at dinner is really mainly about Leanne's negativity, yeah. which then gets turned into her talking about her past sexual abuse, suicide attempts. Her mental health. It got very dark. Which is really hard. And obviously, like, that's very understandable as to why you may be the way you are. But I think Stephanie put it well. I don't know if it was in the episode or the preview for next week. In that, like, sometimes the way Leanne weaponizes it is not a good look. Mm -hmm. It was that thing where, you know... Because they had done a flashback earlier in the episode. Stephanie had that scene with, was either a therapist oh, yeah. or a life coach, where she talked about <gasps> when they had opened up last season about her problems with, well, like her mental health stuff yeah. and her issues with suicide and that kind of thing and the attempts that did happen to her and how fans are reaching, like she didn't say fans, but people yeah. have reached out to her on social media yeah. and how she had a bit of a setback in terms of mental health. And so, you know, I think sometimes these shows can actually. When that came up last season, I thought they handled it quite sensitively yeah. and they let it breathe in a way that felt organic. Mm-hmm. I don't doubt that Leon went through, truly went through really... Yeah. Shit. Oh, sorry, I just knocked over kitchen roll during a oh. really serious... <laughs> wow, thank you, Bounty. Um, I don't doubt that Leon went through something yeah. really heavy and I'm sure it like impacts her life even now. Sure. But it felt like she was self-producing and wanted to co- set the conversation in a different direction to kind of shut it off, as Cameron yeah. kind of said. And yeah. like... There's something about, like, if that happens to you and you mention it on a public forum, which you be very mindful because, you know, as we kind of see in the preview next week, Stephanie's like, I don't want to, like, just bring that up at dinner. Like, I have my own stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even poor Carrie is like, my mom's an alcoholic. And then suddenly it's like, mm-hmm. well, it's this weird kind of oppression Olympics. Yeah, yeah. one nothing. Which is just a little bit like, this is not this, like, it's, it's cheapening your experience. And it was... Yeah. I don't know, like, I'm, I actually like when these shows go serious, oh, yeah, when it's handled sure. well, but this just felt very yeah. out of left field. Well, it killed the night. It killed the conversation. Yeah, and it wasn't even a kind of, oh, let's all join hands, and, you know, like, sometimes, like, they love that in Beverly Hills. They love to have an emotional moment mm. and then, like, make nice straight away. Yeah. So, I just, it was odd. Yeah. And Brandy, during the dinner, disappeared, <laughs> seemingly for <laughs> stomach diarrhea issues. issues. <laughs> <laughs> like... I did have, like, this is the the weird scatological, like, interest oh. of Dallas. Like, they're always talking about poo oh, and yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, pooping. Like, <laughs> Brandy never said, oh, you know, yeah. I was pooping. She said, I have to go to the bathroom. She could have just gone to pee. And then it cuts to Stephanie's confessional. I think she has diarrhea. <laughs> I'm like, way to, like, stitch well, up your friends. she back. Maybe she was just tired. Yeah. That was an Irish goodbye. Oh, my God. That she did an Irish goodbye. Irish goodbye. <laughs> okay, let's... Wrap this up now this week. I'm turning over Freak of the Ooh. Week and the One True Queen to you. Okay. Or as the Irish say, the neck of the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's pop Sessed every Wednesday yeah. on Pop platforms. Um, freak is first. Freak, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> lover or hater? Lover. I love her, but I'm going to give Madonna Freak of the Week, and here's why. Okay. I'm used to Madonna being a solid 20 minute late for a show, mm. but she pushed it yes. on Tuesday night in Brooklyn, like not going on to the quarter to 11 and finishing at one. Like, I mean, she gave us our money's worth, but I'm like, what? Mm. And also, sorry, the like BAM is a beautiful venue. Did no one in that room think 
I'll just hop on the mic here and just say, good evening, patrons. The show will be delayed by an mm. hour. We oh, appreciate no one said it. Anything. There was no indication. And so they would be like setting up a spotlight and it would flicker on, <gasps> the, cr- on the curtain and the room would like erupt. <gasps> Although someone said they did, they, they were told, but I, they, oh. didn't, they didn't make any announcements. I, uh, you know that thing where you don't want to go to the bar mm-hmm. or pee because you're like, yeah. it's going to start now. Yeah. I was like that for an hour and 15 minutes. Oof. That sucks. I sound like Heather Gibral. How dare they do this to you? Don't Madonna, they not know? I waited outside for an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes. But I was just like freak of the week for just being mm, not tardy for the party. Tardy for the party. I'm going to another Kim Celsius. <laughs> Madonna's true influence has been revealed yes. on this show. Kim Zolciak. <laughs> Every time Madonna posts on the You Need to Comment, Kim Zolciak did it better <laughs> on her Instagram. Everyone go listen to Google Me and then listen to God Control. There was a moment in the show where Madonna was doing that weird like chat with the guy in the front mm. row and she says, I'm like, are you one of those trolls on my Instagram who just says, are you going to do hard candy on this tour? She literally <laughs> oh said that. God. I was like, oh my God, coming for the stands, uh, coming for their necks. Does she not like hard candy? I don't know. It's probably just she was referencing when fans mm. asked for super specific okay. songs. Okay. Who is our true queen? Who is deserved? <laughs> <laughs> the one true queen, I'm choosing this because I forgot to tell you this during the Madonna <gasps> review. And she is someone that I know you and Brandon mm. love very dearly. Yes. Miss Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, Who yeah. made an appearance last night. She was... Madonna's good friend. The good friend. By the way, speaking of good friends... Debbie Mazer, do you know oh, Debbie? Oh yes, May- of course. Debbie Mazer. Now there are a lot, a lot of celebs arrived, and from where I was in the mezzanine, I couldn't see all sure. of the downstairs seats, so I would hear these cheers, and I would be like, I "Can't tell you that it can't, yeah. can't see a thing." But I saw Debbie Mazer arrive, can't and miss like her. the crowd went because mm-hmm. her and Madonna are friends yeah. since like before Madonna was famous. Mm. So they used to roll around New York together. Yeah, yeah. So Debbie got a, obviously you know a Queen's reception at, sure. at yesterday's show because it's Madonna fans. Yeah, and she was like, ha- she kept having up with the crowd and like waving, <gasps> and she run off and come back but anyway so I'm thinking Rosie must have been there from the start I just didn't see her but like one point during the show Madonna is like riffing with the crowd and she pulls out this Polaroid camera and takes a photo of herself and she's like who wants this picture of me and so the front row who are obviously all millionaires because they could afford those tickets are like me 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 like literally crowding like people were getting so close to the stage by the way like they were like right and I was like where's the heavy handed security presence to swat them away anyway probably all friends she was like no so all these people are clamoring and this you see this one person kind of go up really eagerly and I actually first thought, is that a dancer? Like, is that someone in the show? I thought, you know, first night, honestly, I was yeah. like, is this a, a bit she does in the sure, show? Sure, sure, And she's like, oh, do you have money? And you see this figure holding, like, waving dollar bills. <gasps> the figure turns around, and it's Rosie O'Donnell, like, kind of nodding at the crowd to say, hey, come on, come yeah, on. Yeah. And Madonna's like, oh, what's your name? And she's like, Rose, Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> so Rosie handed over... After, like, back and forth, her and the other people, and Madonna's yeah. like, I have to, she was here first, she's got more money than, mm. like, she's handing me more cash, gave Rosie the Polaroid in exchange mm. for a thousand dollars, and then Madonna, I was like, okay, it's obviously going to be for one of her charity efforts, okay, okay. Madonna said, this is going towards the show, I'm not making a dime on this, this will pay for a light, it'll pay for a pair of shoes that I can dance in, I was like, wait, what? I know, but Rosie is, she's not making money on the show? I think she was being poor me and like silly and funny, mm. but Rosie's the queen for stepping in and buying a piece of art. Yes. But it was so surreal to see Rosie, Rosie in New York. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, she's here. Wow. You were and in I the presence think, of I think legends. Brendan would have been a little bit jealous of that. I think he oh, would yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I, I mean, if it was Joy Behar, he would 
be losing her mind. <laughs> I love the idea of Joy Behar rocking up to give Madonna a thousand dollars and probably signs of a Meghan McCain and then no, dropping the mic. Joy would have left if Madonna was an hour and a half late. <laughs> yeah, and that would be on the view. Like, she was late. Yeah, who cares? I gotta go home. Make lasagna. Connor, thank you so much for thank joining you. me this week thank you so much for having me i'm so glad the dates worked out i got I to know. be here we got to watch some housewives oh. kiki mm, catch up have a moment um tell all the come through queen listeners where they can find you yes on podcasts on socials <laughs> on the streets of new york for new days york. days more um at platinum jones i'm on twitter and instagram mm-hmm. come say hello follow me i'll be obviously posting loads of stuff on my stories yeah the stories in new york. are gas <laughs> this this trip <laughs> dan has discovered how irish people say gas as slang and he is deliberately misusing it to punish me it's truly not gas i would say um also i have my podcast pop sass that i do with my friend holly shortall yes two legends two legends only it is a uh-huh. pop culture podcast we take like well we're sort of like because we're both away mm-hmm. this month it's like a slightly different vibe but we basically on take holiday po- on holiday darling <laughs> we take like pop culture stories and you know, kind of regular features so it's like kind of in the vein of this but it's obviously just not about housewives so mm-hmm. if you want yeah. like an irish take and we actually most of our pop culture stories are american so i think your listeners would know yeah the majority of our stories well i think it's actually fun listening to things i don't know about when you guys are talking about bebo i was like what the (laughs) fuck is bebo (laughs) you're an american who actually is bebo let me know in the comments below yes Uh, so that's pop says new episodes every wednesday love it like comment subscribe to that okay so obviously you're listening to this you can find me at idk idk Mm -hmm. join the facebook group follow us on instagram come through queen podcast go to the merch store I should have worn my merch today. I wasn't oh sure God. if I should or not. No. I want to wear it on the street, so I'm yes, yeah. It. Do the street promo. Yeah, yeah. Come through queen.com/slash store. When's the Pop Sess merch coming, baby? I know. We, people have asked us, so I think we should. I mean, you guys have a legitimate following. You should have merch. <laughs> I will say, whenever I wear the Come Through Queen sweater or T-shirt, people always mm. comment. Like, I've had people literally say to me, "Oh." like on the street come through they don't even like yes. maybe know housewives <laughs> never mind the podcast i'm always like oh, thanks doll wow love it okay well thank you again so much for coming thank you doll thank you for having me like comment subscribe heart share retweet love us love us please retweet i'll see you next week see you. Bye. i'll see you whenever bye <laughs> no you're calling in next week all right i'll bye. call in next week <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.